Hi, this is Steve Springer, and you're listening to Worshiping God God's Way. The verse we're looking at is Matthew 4.10. It's when Jesus is talking to Satan, and Satan challenges Jesus, and with the response Jesus makes, it's almost so simple that people can miss it. But Jesus says to Satan, he says, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Jesus is saying that there are two things that a person does. They worship God, and the second thing is they serve God. But you realize Jesus isn't just quoting a verse from Deuteronomy. Jesus is telling all of us what humanity's assignment is. You know, Satan knows Jesus. They know each other. Uh, Satan was there... In the beginning of time when angels were created and they wake up and they look and they see God and they worship him, they know, Satan knows what Jesus is going to say. He knows the answer to his question. So Jesus isn't saying this verse really for him. He's saying the verse for us because he wants us to know that humanity has a purpose. Humanity has a reason to exist. And one of those reasons is that they learn and understand what it is to worship their creator. So speaking of Jesus and what he has to say about worship, you would have to agree that he is talking about the blueprint that was created in heaven from the very beginning, that heavenly plan that God had for not only us, but all creation. And it's really basically two things. It is just worship and it is service, but those things are sometimes lost in translations. They're lost over time. But just the thought that we have is out of this verse is God wants us to seek him and understand what his plan for us is. You know, Jesus, before he even starts his ministry, he reveals the plan. Jesus knew that he was going to be going for the next three years, what he was going to, going to be doing. But before he starts that ministry, he reveals to all of us and he reminds the universe that there's only two things that a person needs to do, only two things that he's going to do. He is going to worship his Lord and he is going to serve his Lord, his Father, in that way. So there is a plan for us, and there's, the plan includes worshiping God and serving God. You know, it's important that we find that plan because Jesus has a plan for us. He, has, he looks at your life and he says, you know, I created you for this reason, and I want you to go do this, and I want you to go over there and do that. That's part of being a believer. But he also has a plan for us to be worshipers to stay true to the call and the creation and be worshipers and worshiping the Father. He doesn't want us to lose sight of that. But with our beliefs today and what we think um, worship is, sometimes those things get in the way and we follow popular catchphrases, popular ideas. We go along with society and we think what we're doing is usually 
correct because everybody else is doing it. And of course, you know, today the catchphrase is, and I'll say this more than once through these podcasts, the catchphrase today that we have for worship is that worship is everything. So we think praying and singing and preaching and public ministry, we just include all that in. And that's really not true, but that's how we do it. So we have to always ask ourselves, Lord, is everything that we're doing right now, is it worship? Is everything we're doing right now, is it important to you? Are we serving you correctly? Or should we be doing these things? You know, it's not really based on how we feel, even though when you talk to people about worship, I usually get a response that is based on their perception. And sometimes it's an opinion. They just give me an opinion that they have. And even that, there's oftentimes when they'll say, well, I experienced this. And this is why I think worship is worship, what what you're talking about. You're basing it on an experience. You know, I think the time in history that we're in, the social um, expression and the the social experiences and relationships that we have. And it's not just person to person, it's multimedia. It's, you know, being involved in all the ways we communicate. Basically, we are founded on perception. We perceive something, so we think it must be that. I perceive singing is worship, so hey, it must be. People are telling me that it is. I look at things on my phone or look on my screen, and I see what they're doing, and they're calling out that this is worship, and so, hey, they must be right. Perception must be the answer to this question, you know, what is worship? You know, Jesus is so unique because when he expresses an opinion, he backs it up with some serious history and some serious word knowledge. So when he says, worship the Lord your God, he's not just based on the perception or what you think, or he's, he's not just saying it in kind of this frivolous way. He has some depth to what he's saying. But, and he knows, for instance, when we talk later uh, about the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman, he knows that perception plays a big part in how we understand God's word and how we grow in a relationship with him. So I'm going to tell you a quick story on perception. It's in Job 42. Briefly, there's a lot of things that happened to Job and his family, so you'd have to read the whole story. But at the end of Job's journey, which was long, Job says this. He says, I had only heard about you speaking to God. He says, but now I see you. Seeing God is the key. Seeing God's worldview in place of our own is the goal. Seeing heaven's view over this worldview is really what God wants us to see. You know, God knows that we need that perspective. You know, God delivered Job from his situation, God walked him through to the end. And when Job got to the end of it and was done with the whole, the whole process, he saw God in a different way. And because of that, it says basically that Job delivered God's word accurately. And because of that, God blessed him and all of those who were close to him received blessing. But he didn't have that visual. He didn't, he didn't have that when he started out. 
He had only heard about it. Do you know what? I can tell you this. Right now, if you're listening to this podcast, you might be the one person that has only heard about worship. You've only heard through other people what worship is. Maybe no one sat down and said, we're going to discuss worship and possibly draw you to a place where you can say, oh, I see that. I get that. That does need to take place in our lives. To achieve God's perspective on worship, you have to make sure that you are correct when you discuss it with your friends or you discuss it with a pastor or you listen to someone telling you about it. You want to make sure, if you can, that the words are right, that it's just not coming from a worldly idea, a worldly thought, you know, something that is coming from a place of pleasure or recognition or the things we do that people like to watch and be participating in. You know, we have God's dictionary in our hands. The Bible is right there. You don't have to be a theologian, PhD, to open that book and start to read it. You don't have to be that. It's just a point of being diligent. You know, asking God for heaven's perspective, you know, that's what Jesus was saying when in Matthew 4.10, he says that really worshiping the Lord your God and serving him, that's heaven's perspective on worship. And so the goal is just to worship God God's way, to know that perspective, to see it like Jesus was seeing it when he said that verse and those words in Matthew 4.10. 